Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. We're joined today by Rochelle Luke. She is a Covenant award-winning Canadian singer-songwriter and worship leader. Known for her welcoming authenticity on stage, Rochelle is a passionate artist who uses her soulful voice, insightful lyrics, and a genre-bending versatility to communicate hope. Now, she has her own personal experience that has helped her to write her most recent album even now. She's going to share that story with us today. She's also going to share with us what drew her to music and to worship leading in the first place. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Rochelle Luke. She is a Canadian singer-songwriter as well as worship leader. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what drew you into music. Yes, man. <laughs> it could be a very long answer to that question, but I'll try to make it brief. Um, I always loved music. I started piano lessons when I was three years old, and I was just fascinated by like every musical instrument I saw and wanted to learn to play it. Um, so yeah, growing up, I just, you know, anything musical, I was so drawn to it, but I was really shy, painfully shy. (laughs) And, um, so I would like, you know, sing and play piano at home. And then like the second that anyone would, would come in, I would just stop. Um, but that continued. And then, you know, later on in high school, I started kind of coming out of my shell a little bit and singing at school and at church. And finally, um, at the end of high school, I decided to study music in university and become a music teacher. So I studied uh, classical voice and music education at the University of Toronto. Uh, But while I was doing that, I was, you know, just just writing songs as well. Um, Again, like not showing them to anybody, but just writing that came out of my 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 time with God um, in my own worship. And I think through that time, I was also getting involved in ministry and volunteering with missional organizations. And God just kind of kept calling to me and just saying, you know, like, you know, these songs that I'm giving you, you know, it'd be cool if you if you shared them with people, (laughs) Cool if you did some ministry with these things. And uh, but I was always just terrified of of sharing my music with people. But finally, Um, after finishing my studies and being qualified to teach and become a music teacher and do music in a way that actually gives you a stable income and a pension, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, on the last day of teacher's college, I was like, God just really um, kind of put it to me. He was like, all right, you know, do you want to do this? Or do you want to kind of go on an adventure with me and um, see what happens if you try becoming a singer songwriter and try sharing your songs um in this way that I'm inviting you to so I uh I decided to take the leap and I I did my first uh recording project that year and we're also glad that you did that because your music is amazing and and like you said it was God speaking through you the music is very intimate it's very the words the lyrics are mm-hmm. are amazing Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Where does that come from? Where do, where do your lyrics come from? Would you feel God speaking with you or is it just, you know, I'm just, you're just feeling it. Oh man. It's, it's such a mystery. I think um, my songwriting to me is uh, yeah. Like what you said, it's such a personal, like deep, intimate process. Um 
I started songwriting just, it just came out of my journaling with God. As a teenager, I put all my angst into my journals. And then I would find that like, you know, I'm a person who has many emotions and I would process the feelings. And then after a while, it would become kind of poetry. And then after a while, some of those words would kind of echo in my head with a bit of a melody. And then it would just kind of turn from there into a song and I would kind of come back to it and work on it. Um, So I think that is very much still where most of my songs come from. It come from um, my journaling, my reflecting, kind of how I marinate on on things that people say or things that I read or hear. Um, And yeah, I think that songs in that way are really my, they come out of my time with God and um, especially on this album, actually, I think a lot of it was God using the songs, like kind of when I'm, when I'm songwriting, I feel like he's speaking to me and with me and through me all at once and so some of the songs are kind of just actually the things that I know that he's trying to teach me, the things that he wants to say to me. Um, and, and through that, you know, then I can take that and share that with other people. In return, you're helping others. Uh, tell us about that new album that's even now. You wrote this during a pandemic, right? <laughs> I, Actually, I wrote the songs before the pandemic. Interesting. But I, um, I, yeah, okay, I'll tell you the story. It has a very <laughs> interesting relationship to the pandemic. Um, but by the time the pandemic started, I was already partway through production. So um, I wrote these songs. I wasn't, I wasn't at all like, oh, I'm going to make an album. Um I wrote these songs in the in the five year period before the pandemic and after my first recording project. Um, after I released my first EP, I actually had gone through quite a quite a bad experience um, in in the music industry that left me feeling very confused. And um, I basically gave up on doing music in this way for for a while. Um, and and then during that time, also, um, my husband started having um, chronic health issues. He had chronic fatigue for several years, and it changed our entire lives. And um, actually, it it limited our lives and restricted our lives in a way that is very, very similar to what everyone is experiencing now, um, except that at that time, everybody else's life was going on as usual. Um, but we, you know, everything just kind of hit pause for us and everything became very small for us. And our whole lives were really at home. Um, and we didn't really, it was really hard to have a social life with people. So we were really isolated in those years. And during that time, as I said, I was you know, having all these feelings and processing them with God and kind of inadvertently wrote a bunch of songs just for my own sanity, just to wrestle with God through what we were going through and just to, you know, express my doubts and my confusion and my pain. And, and he met me in that and, you know, met me with his hope and with the truth of the gospel and with the fact that he may not always remove the pain, but he always, always redeems the pain. And so 
I wrote these songs and then kind of along the way, you know, God kept saying, hey, I think I want to make use of these. Are you willing to trust me enough to let me do that? Um, and you can kind of see that theme through the songs too, especially in unbelief where I'm like, I believe you, God, I want to trust you, but help my unbelief. This is really hard for me. Um, but finally in 2019, I, you know, was like, okay, God, I can't get away from this. I can't escape what you're asking me to do. Uh, and I started, you know, the journey of making this album. And then of course the pandemic happens. And we're partway through production and everything just kind of, you know, stopped and there were all these obstacles to finishing the project. But like you said, um, because of the pandemic, I felt so much more of a sense of God's purpose for all of this. It was like he was he was saying, you know, all those years of the isolation and disappointment that you went through everybody knows how that feels now and everybody is struggling with this and um I'm not gonna waste any of that stuff that you went through and I want to put it to use now I want to use those stories and those things that I met you in and now through these songs I want to meet other people through it so um I thought it was just a, a beautiful way a beautiful illustration of how God redeems things Definitely. And it's the absolute perfect timing. Like you said, for those who have had the opportunity to listen to the songs, listen to this album, what has the response been like so far? Yeah, it has been so wonderful to hear from people um, saying, yeah, exactly that, that like, especially the message even now, because um, what's at the heart of the album is no matter what is happening with our circumstances in our world, and I'm not making light at all of the pain and the grief and the loss that we are all experiencing. Um, but there is really like as, as deep and as great as our pain is the hope Jesus is always greater than that. Um, I think sometimes we tend to, think that it glorifies God more when we kind of go through something and we're like, oh yeah, you know, it doesn't really hurt that much. The pain isn't really that bad. The grief isn't really that deep. Um, but I think actually the more that we really express and bring our pain to God and, and say, yes, the pain is deep. The grief is very real. Um, it's there that we get to see how his hope is always greater than that you know? So I think that's what people have, have said to me. They've been like, thank you so much for the way that these songs do express pain and disappointment. Um, thank you for the ways that it, it takes that and also makes the hope so much stronger. And so I've, I've received a lot of crying face emojis <laughs> and, um, and praise hands at the same time. And I think that really is it, you know, in, in every circumstance we can say, even now, God is good. Even now we trust him. Now that this album is out, how are you feeling about it? And like you said, the timing and everything that has come along with it. Yeah, I was like, um, even a year ago when the pandemic happened and it was kind of like, oh man, I'm going to have to finish this and release it during a global pandemic. Okay, God, uh, you, you really did 
invite me to take an adventure with you. I think, you know, it's, there's so many, um, there's so many emotions, actually. Of course, I am so grateful and so excited to finally get to share this with everybody. I think after, you know, two years of, of being in production, but actually, like I said, I had written these songs in the five-year span before that. So for some of these songs are like seven years old <laughs> and they've been rattling around in my head for that long. And it's so, you know, freeing and just wonderful to get to share it with people and to hear them interacting with it and responding to it and knowing that um that God is speaking hope into people that way um yeah I mean but there I think there is also like a it's mixed with with sadness too you know because Mm -hmm. this came out of such a hard season in my life um and so yeah there is that there is a sense of kind of sadness and weight to it but there's always the hopefulness knowing that this is this is meeting people in that too so I just feel so grateful to be able to share it now I want to talk about worship leading tell us a little bit about that side of your life and what you love most about that oh so many things (laughs) uh yeah so I um for several years now, I've been the director of worship at an amazing church in Mississauga, um, Mississauga City Baptist Church. And um, I like that worship leading, you know, it is so many things. Actually, I was talking to a friend just recently about this, how it is, in a sense, performance, in a sense, it's just worship, you know, you're just it's just you and God meeting together, but then there is this dimension of, of being with a group of people and, and skillfully and intentionally leading them into the presence of God with you. Um, there's so much to it. And I think that to me, when I lead worship, I, I feel like Sorry, <laughs> I'm not as well prepared for this question. Um, it is, in a sense, like leading myself to worship God and making space around me for everybody in the room to come along with me. Um, especially in those years when, in those hard years when I was writing this album and I was leading worship a lot there were some mornings where I was really like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know if I am grateful today. I don't know if I genuinely can say God is good today because it hurts so much. And I'm so disappointed and things are so difficult. And in those moments, it was like God teaching me to preach the gospel to myself, to lead my own heart to worship And, um, the song, Oh, my soul on the album really is, is that like saying to my own soul, God is good. Let's praise him. He never changes. And, you know, on those mornings, it was really those mornings where God met me the most powerfully, where I really felt the spirit coming to meet me. And, and it was on those mornings that people would say to me, like, wow, I really experienced a breakthrough today, really felt like it met me where I was today. Um, so I think it really is about vulnerability 
in our relationship with God. It's not about putting on a performance. It's not about impressing anybody with the music, but, you know, it's using the beauty of the music to confront people with the beauty and goodness of God. God always knows what he's doing. Even though we have no clue what he's up to, he's always got that plan and we just got to figure it out. It's amazing. <laughs> That's yes. what I'm constantly hearing with you. God speaking to you and working through you, but in return, not only is he helping you, it's mm-hmm. spread to many others out there. How amazing is that to know that? Yeah. What's affecting you is impacting so many others. Yeah, it's, it's kind of mind blowing, honestly. Um, but that is exactly, you know, how the gospel works, right? He transforms one heart. And then through that, that brings transformation in a community. And I think too that, like, as I think back on this journey, how many times that has come through other people to my life. Like there's no way I could have made this album or lead worship or do anything that I do that blesses anyone else in any way, if not for the people that poured into me and the people who have shared those intimate lessons that God gave them and just generously shared that with me to, to encourage me and to make me brave. It's a beautiful circle that just keeps going and going. Uh, Are things looking up now in your family for you and your husband? Oh, thanks for asking. Yes, they really are. Um, Actually, just before the pandemic, my husband's health returned uh, fully and we were so grateful. Um, And I do. Yeah, it really was just God's healing in his life. But um, but yeah, it was interesting because at that time I had already finished writing all the songs and was starting production. So we had I already decided to make this album and share it, not knowing uh, how, what his health would be like at that time. But yes, we are so grateful for that. And, and things are definitely, um, things are definitely looking up now. Oh, that's amazing. So what's next for you? What's next on your plate? You, I'm just looking at your, your website. You've got numerous projects. You have been recognized. You've been awarded. Um, what's up next for you? Oh, I really just want to spend the next year, you know, promoting this album and and exploring however, whatever ways God might give me to, uh, like you said, kind of just just return that circle of of hope and of healing to other people. So I hope to just be sharing these songs with churches and organizations and especially as the world hopefully opens up. Uh, to do more performing. And um, I'll be writing towards the next project, whatever that might be. I'm going to keep writing and sharing the songs. For people who want to learn more about you or want to check out your new album, how can they go about doing that? Yes, they can find um, anything they need at my website, rochelleluke.com, R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E-L-U-K dot com and uh, they can also uh, follow me on the socials i'm most active on instagram um and that's rochelle underscore luke at instagram and um on my facebook page i have a twitter account too but i honestly (laughs) don't know how to use it um but yeah (laughs) yes come and follow me on instagram i'd love to see you there 
Now I have one last question for someone who may be going through something similar to like what you and your husband went through and they're, Mm. you know, obviously there's the pandemic, but there's other struggles people might be going through and they're thinking, I just, what do I do? What do I do? I don't, I have nothing, no hope left in me. What would you say to them? Mm. First of all, um, I would like to say to them that they are not alone. I think that one thing that grief and loss does to us, it makes us feel like nobody else understands. And so the first thing I would say is just that you are not alone. Um, And I would also say that it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to grieve and to mourn and to acknowledge that this is not easy, that this is very difficult and very painful. Um, But because we have Christ, we grieve and mourn, but not like those who do not have hope. So I would encourage them, do not despair. Do not let your hope be stolen away. As much as you feel this pain and disappointment, the depth of that, please know that the hope of Christ is infinitely greater than that. He is with you in the pain, and he is a God who transforms pain into purpose and hope. And he always, always does that. He has a good story that he is writing in your life. And this part of the story is the tough part, but it's a good story. So hang in there and and reach out to people because you are not alone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Colleen. And thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.